Oh, thank you, Ben and worship team. Appreciate your uh, leading us in worship there. I uh, just want to say good morning, Wellspring. It's good to see all of you. Of course, I can't really see you, but it's great to be together, and I uh, look forward to when we can be back together as a whole uh, in this room. But we also know that God is beyond this room, and you are sitting there in the presence of the Lord as well as the presence of the Lord here. So just really looking forward to uh, the Lord to continue to minister to us uh, today. And um, let me ask you a question. How you doing? Now, I mean, like, really, how are you doing? I mean, that's a pretty hard question to answer right now, right? I mean, you might be feeling really good. We just had a great worship time. Uh, but, you know, how am I doing with the kids home all week? How am I doing in my job? How am I doing uh, feeling cooped up? Or how am I doing not knowing what is going on? This is just really unprecedented times that we are in. I mean, just think about this. Two months ago, you and I would never have been able to fathom what we are experiencing now. But here we are. And here you are. And so let's just take a, uh, the rest of the morning to just think about that and to see what the Lord might say to us in a situation that is beyond anything that any of us have experienced. But yet it's not beyond what the Lord knew would be coming to his world. And so I just want to ask you that question again. How are you doing? Let's see how the Lord might want to respond to that. You know, there's a scripture in the end of the uh, Bible in, in Hebrews. It's actually a quote from the Old Testament, and it says, at that time, his voice, that's the Lord's voice, shook the earth. But now he, now he has also promised, once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. <laughs> I don't know if there's another shaking going to come in the end of the, end of the age, but I know what we're going through right now is a shaking of the whole earth. I mean, is there any aspect of the world that isn't been, hasn't been shaken or isn't being shaken right now. Everything is being shaken, whether it's the financial situation or, or, or families or, or nations. No one is excused, ages or the rich or the poor, whether you're famous or, or not, whether you're in government or not, everybody is being shaken. Businesses are being shaken. And entertainment industry is being shaken. The governments are being shaken. And you know what that means? That means you and I are being shaken. Just think about how you feel? Are your emotions a little shaken? Are your uh, thoughts, your intellect, how do I view this world? What do I think about it? That's being shaken. Our very spirits are being shaken. Sometimes even for some of us, even our faith may be being shaken. How about your hope? Has your hope been shaken? You know, for me, that's a pretty hardcore faith that I have. Hardcore reality of my faith is my hope. I'm pretty unshakable in my hope. In fact, I'm pretty much always been a positive, optimistic guy. That's just the way I work. That's the way I look at the world. That's the way I view the world. I've even been accused by Pastor Rick of uh, actually always and only having an optimistic, optimistic view on everything. No matter yeah, how difficult the situation is, I'm looking at the opportunity that's in it. So that's how I've been looking at this situation. It's how I've been talking to you, encouraging you one-on-one -on -one, or things that I've posted. Hey, we're not helpless. Hey, we're not hopeless hey, we, we don't have to be passive, but there's a whole lot of shaking. So this past Monday morning, this past Monday morning, as we got the latest installment of our restrictions upon us and how we were supposed to live, uh, you know, I, I knew that I was, we, I and we were going to live a week like we'd never had before, something we'd never lived through before. So I got up early on, on Monday morning and I grabbed a cup of coffee, I pulled out my Bible and my my journal, and I, I started to talk to the Lord a little bit. I started to ask him, 
uh, you know, what, what is going on? And in, in my, my phone, the, the uh, calendar on my phone showed me that actually at that very time, I should be on a flight home from Israel. Obviously, I wasn't on the flight home from Israel because I never went to Israel because the international gatherings that I was supposed to be a part of all were canceled and therefore, you know, the flights, uh, I had to cancel all those and, and everything was kind of quite a mess. And uh, that's just one little microcosm of all that is going on in the world. And so, as I was sitting there, I honestly was struggling a little bit. I wasn't quite as optimistic, quite as uh, upbeat about everything. And, and so I started to journal that with the Lord. I just was being real. I was being honest with him. I was saying, God, I want to stay above the cynicism. I want to stay above my own judgments. I, want to, I don't want to get in a place of questioning people's motives and thoughts and responses or government's responses. Lord, help me to stay above that. But I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to stay above that. And as I was writing this out, I'm journaling it in my journal. I'm not thinking about what the Lord may be saying. I'm just giving him my thoughts. And all of a sudden, he spoke to me. He spoke to me and he said, hope is not deferred. Now, what do I mean by he spoke to me? Well, I'm writing, I'm thinking one vein, and all of a sudden, this thought is in my head that didn't seem to come from my brain. You know, it came in sideways. I wasn't thinking about hope. I wasn't thinking about hope being deferred. But that's what I heard. And instantly that I heard it, I had a second understanding too, which is a scripture that many of us know, which is hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so immediately I said, Lord, what are you trying to say? So I turned to the scripture. It's in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. And this is the verse. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. See, hoping is, is waiting, and we're, we're, we're waiting in anticipation. We're waiting for something to come forth, right? But if we wait too long, if we're waiting so long, it makes our heart sick. If we're waiting too long, actually, the waiting for hope becomes the weight of hope. It becomes a burden to hope because I don't want to keep hoping for that which isn't coming forth. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfilled is life. It's a tree of life. It's growing. It's full of life. It's, it's, it brings fruit. It brings shade. It brings strength. So I thought the Lord was really trying to I, I, I highlight two things from this verse for me. First of all, shift. Shift from the first half of the verse to the second half of the verse. Shift from hope deferred to actually longing for that hope to be fulfilled and to see that life would come from it. Shift from the first half to the second half. And then also shift from passive to active. <laughs> that was for me. I don't do passive. Active was right where I wanted to be. Shift from thinking that in this season that we have to just wait, that everything that is being shut down around us, um, we have to wait it out. And even our hope is on the other side once we get through this. Shift to being active in the midst of this season. But that's kind of a strange word, really, because what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do, God? I mean, do you mean really in the midst of everything being shut down, my international travel and ministry that, that I can't attend, groups that I'm trying to organize and groups I'm a part of we can't meet, outreaches that we're doing in the, in the city of New Britain that I'm trying to plan for from the, from, for Celebrate Mount Pleasant and other activities, we can't, we can't plan on those, we can't go forward. How, how can I be active when everything around me is telling me I can't move forward. But that's exactly what the Lord was saying. He said, long for them. 
Long for them to be fulfilled. Not like longing, oh, the day that I hope for, that that will come forth. I'm longing for the day. But no, long for them now, right now, right in the middle of this shutdown, right now, right in, during the midst of all that you feel you don't have power over, long for them. Long for them. Ask me to bring them. Make yourself active in this time. If this is an unprecedented time, which it is, do we believe we have a God who's even greater than an unprecedented time? And we can ask him to move in the midst of it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, maybe even in the shaking of the circumstances, he can do more than he could when everything was stable. Long for that. Call forth that. So you know what? I, I did. I just, I went for it. I said, okay, God, I went for it. I remember my journal. I wrote down things I longed for. I was longing for things for my family. I was longing for things for the ministry. I was longing for things for Wellspring. I was writing them down, promises yet to be fulfilled, dreams that I had. I was being, I was being audacious. I was going for it. Everything that I felt like the Lord, that, like I could think of. I just, I'm not, I don't want to miss the opportunity. If God has actually given me that invitation, I wanted to go for it. Well, that was Monday morning, early. But then I came into the church, and we actually had called a staff meeting for Monday morning because, um, like I said, that if you remember, last Sunday was when some new restriction had come down. We were not going to be able to meet in any, in any way as, as a church, and so we needed to talk about that as a staff. How do we continue to let the uh, ministry go forward and support all of you? And so we, um, we met as a staff, and I asked if I could share something, and I shared in abbreviated form, what I just shared with you. And so then the staff did the same thing. We began to long. We began to long for the things that were on our hearts. And, and honestly, a couple of times we had to correct ourselves because we started to long for the day when that would come. And we had to remind ourselves, no, God is asking us and giving us an opportunity to long for it now in the midst of this season. We longed for the ministry. We longed for our personal desires. We longed for you. We longed for you, our families of Wellspring. We longed for the ministry of Wellspring. We long that it would come in the midst of this season that we would not be deferred hope, but we would have a longing fulfilled, and that would be a tree of life. Hope was not deferred, and it was, it was a great time, one of the most significant times we've had as a staff. Well, then Kevin and, and Rick and I, we, we felt, you know, this word is from the Lord, and oftentimes it goes through a process, and it came to me personally, and we came to the staff, but we believe it is for you. We believe it is for us, Wellspring. We believe that this is an opportunity for us all to long for the things that are on our heart and to seek them to be fulfilled, even in this time of unsettledness. Not only unsettled, but feeling that we are powerless, feeling that we can't accomplish much, feeling that we have to wait. We, our hope has to be deferred. Oh, I hope when this is over, we can get back to uh, pressing in. We can get back to normal, whatever that may be. Or we can get back to the things that we long for or we can long for them now at the invitation of the Lord. Now that's, hey guys, I know this is a simple word. There's nothing, there's nothing significant, profound about it, except when it's a word from the Lord. And then a simple word becomes a powerful word. And if it's in the right season that the Lord delivered that word, then that powerful word becomes a profound word. And I believe that is what's on the invitation for Wellspring. We have an opportunity to take what seems like a simple word, long for the things that are in your heart to come forth in this time. And in this season, the Lord has invited us to do that. And in this season, he said he is going to meet us with that. And that's profound. It's like wellspring that the storehouses of heaven are available to us. 
It's like, just think, you've been out maybe shopping, trying to find something. I can't find any more of these supplies or those supplies. And then you end up at a warehouse. And you know what? In that warehouse, they have everything you need, everything your neighbor needs. They have everything available to you, and it's all yours for the taking. That's what the storehouses of heaven are right now. And I believe the Lord is saying they're open. They're open, they're available, and they're on offer for you. Would you come and take and the way we take is to long for it. Not to just say, oh, I know it's there. I hope for the day when that becomes from the storehouse of heaven to my life. But no, I'm going to long for it. I'm going to press in. There is, there's an aspect of waiting on the Lord that I think is very accurate. And times when we press in, it's really not that helpful. But when the Lord says, press in, because now's the time, I want to press in. And I don't want to miss a thing that he has for us. So folks, I desire that we all would press in. I pray that we all would long for those things that are before us. Draw down upon them. Even put a demand on your faith. We don't demand of God, but if he says, here's my invitation, we step into that and we put a demand on that. I invite you all to believe that in an unprecedented time, our God is even more unprecedented. And he can do even more than whatever the shaking of the world can throw at us. You know, let's take a minute, each of you take a minute, just think of the things that you want to long for, the things that you do long for, that are out there long for the day, but instead say, I'm going to make a demand on those in this very season. Maybe the best way is after this live streaming is done, you take a time with those who are, you are with in the room and share those longings and pray together. But let's do that for a minute here together before we wrap up. And let's continue to put a demand, not only for us personally, but for Wellspring. Because I know I'd much rather come through this season thrust forward by what the Lord wants for us than to fall back in some kind of a normal place or even worse from being shaken by this. The Lord can catapult us forward. And I believe that he has given us one opportunity, one example of how to do that and an invitation. So would you pray with me? I want to pray with you. Lord, we come before you. If I made this up, it's an audacious, ridiculous request. But if it comes from you, it's a God-sized, profound invitation that we do not want to miss. So Lord, on behalf of everyone who is watching, everyone who's sitting that is part of Wellspring this morning, everyone who's even tuning in outside of Wellspring, we say, God, we're taking you at your word that hope does not have to be deferred. And instead, we long for a move of God in our lives and in our world and in our personal situations, in our finances, in our families. We ask, we long for those to happen, not after the shaking is done, but even now. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to eventually play out, but I'm putting a demand on this word that if we long for it, it will be a tree of life. And you are inviting us to raid the storehouses of heaven today. And so, Lord, we come with, with, a, with a desire and an expectancy that you are above the unprecedented shaking because only that which cannot be shaken will stand. We put our faith and our hope in you. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening.